is the Todd and Friends podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we would agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergath. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today, off yesterday uh, with the uh, Memorial Day holiday. So, uh, Greg Snow, good enough to come in on this Tuesday and visit with us. Normally, Monday uh, would be his day. And and uh, while we're into the spring uh, season here, and, uh, you know, Greg is the pro there at uh, Eagle Creek right here in town, and you guys are hosting some sections this week. Yeah, we got s- section day two, they call it. Um, a lot of other sections, Todd, they go back to back. Yeah. So, like... Like Wilmer today is they're up at they're up at Cold Spring Rich as well. Spring. Rich yep. Spring. Mm-hmm. And then they play tomorrow. Yeah. You know, they go back to back days for yeah. their sections and uh, you know, half not half the field, but about a quarter of the field is eliminated after day one. Okay. Uh, the top four teams move on and then the top fifteen boys and I think it's the top eight girls. So I think we'll have like sixty, sixty five out at Eagle Creek. Okay. Section five A. It's a it's a race in the boys' side. I think it's like 10 shots separating team one from team four. Oh, okay. And one team is uh, Dawson Boyd is one uh, one shot back of uh, BBE. And so some local teams. And uh, I know golf isn't necessarily a spectator sport for some people, but this is going to be super fun yeah. out there to watch uh, how this all shakes out and what happens with these guys. And um, the girls' side, it's not quite as competitive. Bold is 20 shots back of uh, La Caparo. So, yeah, we're hoping for some decent weather, which we've had a lot of. Um, Got a little rain yesterday. A little rain Did, help needed it. Do you guys have a rain gauge up there at Eagle? Uh, we do, but you're, I... You're I, pretty I, close to us, so usually... Uh, right. Yeah. I yeah. left uh, yesterday at about 10.30 yeah. and headed to a family picnic. And uh, so I didn't I didn't see the rain or hear about it, but I got a text while I was over in uh, near St. Francis, Minnesota, which is up near Anoka. Yeah. I got a text yeah. that said... How I got a text that uh, that um, said, "Hey, we got a nice shot of rain." Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, good, good, yeah. we got something." Because poor Chad, he was uh, he's fretting over some stuff. And I played Olivia this morning. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we need some rain. Yeah, God, it's no I'm doubt. sure the farmers are feeling the same way. Yeah, despite the fact that we did have plenty of snow this year, it's, that's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that yeah, that was nice, a little shot of, of rain certainly yesterday. And and you and I had a chance to hit the course the other day. I'm just not. It was so weird. So. Uh, a week ago Sunday, I played really well, and yeah. I thought, hey, maybe maybe the swing change maybe that I, I implemented is starting to kick in. Yeah. Uh, the standing closer to the ball. <laughs> and the last two rounds, it's as though I never played the game. Yeah, before. you were terrible the day we played, and I was terrible again here on Thursday. So, but yeah, uh, I don't something know what's about going. you didn't have um, a head-to-head matchup grind out. Uh, you know, I'd I like mean, I'd like to say that's it. That I was more focused. Uh, that's yeah. probably true. I was more focused. Uh, for the previous one. The, when we played, I was just happy to be out there. It was a nice day. Right. You know, I've had kind of a stressful life for the last few months, and, and I told myself, I'm just going to enjoy the golf, and I don't care what I shoot. Sure. So I didn't really have that edge. You yeah. know, I found that this morning, too, that I once I got off to a rough start, it was kind of like uh, I play, I shot 40 this morning. I was terrible. Yeah. And uh, I... I literally thought to myself, I'm like, ah, it's okay. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah. You know, and I kind of just. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go to work and have a great day, you know, so it's okay that I got some, got some holes in and got up and, you know, had that deal. So I get you. I I think that is a thing that some people, you know, if you don't have that game of, okay, now I got to grind back because I had a bad start, it can easily go, 
What's yeah. the point Who of cares? grinding back? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna keep trying to hit shots. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, if so I be it. If I make a par, I make a par. Yeah. You know? you know, and I don't think that's unique to uh, a lesser talented player such as myself. I mean, you look at at uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, the guy's a beast in the majors in his career when he was on the PGA Tour. Now he's on live, of course. Uh, but on the other events, some, he'd miss cuts. Uh, sometimes he, you know, he, he, and he said himself, I'm all about the majors. So he's kind of the same way. He needs a big prize in order to really get focused and, and play his best golf. And I don't know, I, 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 I would like to say that that's how I am. I'm nowhere near Brooks Kepka, obviously. But it is. it does help a little to have something to keep your mind focused. Brooks is the poster child for that. Yeah. I mean, he is literally the one that you would turn to and say, he when he doesn't care, he doesn't care. Yeah. You know, they said that about this week, that he, uh, he arrived on site Wednesday afternoon at mm. D.C. for this event. Yeah. And shot a cool five under, but whatever. Yeah. You know, it was a whatever round because yeah. his life had been a whirlwind with... You know, he was down at the Miami Heat game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it was game five that he showed up right after he won the PGA. And, you know, it's just <laughs> life can become fast. At, yeah. And I always I said that about Michael Block. You know, he obviously struggled at the Charles Schwab. Yeah. Well, who didn't see that coming? I it, think we all did. Whirlwind. Yeah. And so, again, once things start going sideways. Now, if he had rolled the momentum and played well, people would have been like, well, he's just hot right now. He's riding the momentum. Yeah. But the mental fatigue is so real. Yeah, it is. I mean, if people don't understand it, just look at what happened to Michael Block. Yeah. He is he is a perfect poster child example of it is a mental game. It is hard to stay focused all the time. It's hard to keep yourself engaged in everything. Yeah. And once things go south, you know, a double or a triple, as we know, now it takes three, four, five holes to get that back. Yeah. And at that level, pars don't get it back. No, you have to you have, you have to, to make start some firing birdies, and birdies. birdies and birdies. Yeah, you know, and we, you play a local home game and you can shoot 74, 75, 76 and still do okay. Well, so you make a triple and a grind back can be pars. Yeah. So golf is really an intriguing game with that. You know yeah. that you just um, you get that one bad score and you're like, oh boy, they're that pretty much ends my round right that's why i like match play generally because right. i can throw away a hole it doesn't make as big a difference and it's mentally easy to just give yeah, up just move on i got another yeah. hold i have to win right I just here lost the hole yeah instead i make a triple or something and i'm thinking oh my gosh in order to make that up i gotta have a couple of birdies mm-hmm. out here somewhere and that that tends to add to the that pressure. That can wear on you, yeah. for you know, sure. For Michael Block, I, I, I was worried about how much media he was doing afterward. <sighs> that that How would he be able to... Because there's a lot of people out there looking to take him down. Sure. He's built up. Let's tear him down. That's how it is in, in American media. Uh, they want to do that. And then that happened. And he said something that I thought was, so what? He said, if I had Rory McIlroy's distance off the tee, I'd be one of the best players in the world. That's not true, of course. But he was feeling the moment, you know. Yeah. I mean, he had one big week. Let's settle down a little right. bit. But I, but so many people took him to task over that. I thought that was a little unnecessary. He's done all this media. I mean, he's spoken for, he's on podcasts and interviews, and he's going to say something. And if that's the worst thing he says, then, you know, after all, he did say, well, I don't have his distance, so it's all a moot point. But, uh, you know, I didn't think he deserved quite the, attacks that he was suffered i'm glad you see it that way todd because you and you guys in the media or people in the media it was bound to come out that something was going to be we'll call it a slip up yeah because again it was a moment feeling of 
you guys should see me at home. Yeah. You know, I I can stuff wedges and yeah. you know that type of stuff that yeah. you're like, okay, we get it, dude. Yeah, we get it. But if you were that good, you wouldn't be a club pro. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that he wasn't gonna keep up the old. I'm lucky to be here. I'm grateful to have this opportunity. He couldn't keep that up forever with no. all 300 interviews that he's done. Yeah, he did just sign a sponsor. Uh, to him, I think it's W. I can't even remember what it was. I saw it. So he's still getting some of the accolades and yeah. some of the things that come, some of the benefits that come along with how well he did. Yeah. And you, I'm glad you said that, Todd. The media <laughs> slip up that he had, if we can call it that, as we all do, yeah. right? We all say yeah. things that we maybe shouldn't have or didn't mean to, or yeah. we're like, oh boy, we just don't necessarily get hold of account to, well, correct. Uh, on it like he has been. Yeah. The first couple of years I did football down at you know down at Bold, uh, Chuck would come up and say, Hey, Greg. Yeah. And he'd give me some great tips. Yeah. And it was like, is that how it came across? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So I'm sure when Michael goes back and listens to it, he's going to be like, oh, no. I wish I hadn't said it quite like that. That came out like that. Yeah. Not really what I meant. Yeah. Even if you meant it, yeah. it came out. Yeah. You know, that's what I found too. I was like, well, I kind of meant it, but I, I can see now your point of that's how somebody else heard it. Yeah. And that's our audience. Yeah. And those are the people that are paying the sponsor ads. And those are the people that are keeping you going. And those are the people that, you know, again, not that you're going to always say the right things. I mean, I'm, I was a huge Brandel Chambly fan. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I don't think Brandel's saying all the right things. No. I think he, that he's, he's just, just gone off the deep end yeah. now. And I, yeah. I think the guy can analyze golf like nobody else. And now he's just trying to be this. I don't even, this crusader of yeah. what, of what he thinks is right. Yeah. And that's the issue is that, so. He's not the only one, no, by and, the way. And my point was, is that that in the media, or even for Michael Block, Todd, what a tough deal. Yeah. Meant, you can't answer those all those questions the same way every time. Yeah. Right? Honestly, I wish that he had uh, told, so what was the golf tournament then this week? What's the, the name? Charles of? Schwab. The Charles Schwab. So he got the invite after finishing 15th at the PGA, and he became the big story, slam dunking uh, the hole-in-one on the 16th hole. I I wish he had, and I I don't think I could have, because you're in the whirlwind, I wish he had said, you know, that's great, but I'm going to celebrate finishing 15th in the PGA Championship and go to my home course, and and we're going to celebrate this this week Invite me, you know, next year or later. He would have gotten other sponsor exemptions too. I I wish he had done that because I knew when he signed up to play the next week that he wasn't going to make the cut and that it was going to effectively kill the feel-good story of Michael Block. And besides the fact, not only was he then playing in a PGA Tour event again, but he was doing all this media. So he wasn't really focusing on his game as he went in there, and and he was awful and Todd, came nowhere near making the cut. They showed almost every one of his shots. Yeah, and every one of them was bad. Oh, it was yeah. a rough day for him. Yeah. And again, of course, then he breaks down in the media center, which I would have too because you think about your family and yeah. you're like, okay, I got to get back to life. Yeah. This isn't life. This right. is celebrity world. Yeah. You know, when we – I, you know that for a couple of years, my family and I have gone to Fort Walton Beach and lived there for a month. Yeah. On our trip home, all I can think about is, got to get back to life. Yeah. You yeah. know, that was fantasy land. Yeah. Right? That I get to be down there for a month. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, what do I got to do tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I right. got to get back to living here. What's on the docket? Right? Yeah. yeah. What did I skip for those four? You know, when we think, well, we, we just did all of our stuff down there. You know, yeah. like you and I, we still did radio. Yeah. You know, I was down there. It's different. Yeah. It's so different. And so you're right. 
I don't think Michael could have turned it down like you suggested. No, Couldn't probably do it. not. But. And, and again, you, they want to ride the momentum as much as possible, but then it was overdone, and it was like he doesn't have he doesn't have the time to work on his game to be there. No. I mean, they said it before. If you were to spend six hours of your day on your job, hitting golf balls and playing golf and doing all that, do you think you'd be better than the guy who actually has to put in an eight-hour shift and yeah. then try to go play golf or try to hit a bag of balls? I've yeah. talked to Don Barry about this. Yeah. I go, Don, how do you keep your game sharp? You know, you're a you're a club professional in Edina. He's awesome. He's 58 years old now. Yeah. He's a great player, good dude. He goes, Greg, I try to stay active. I try to run every morning. Mm. And then I hit at least one bucket of balls every day. Yeah. I have to keep sharp on that. Yeah. Whether I chip and putt or that, that – that's some other things, but I, I'm trying to hit one bucket of balls a day, and I'm like, man, I don't even come close to that. Yeah. Matter of fact, I haven't hit one ball on the Eagle Creek driving range yet. That's well, a nice driving range. It's too. beautiful. Great practice and it's, facility. It's used to the yeah. to the hilt. Yeah, I haven't hit one ball on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's not what I do. Hard to stay sharp then. It's hard. And I and I don't hit balls anyway. So I, you I, and I are built the same way, Todd. Where's cannot, the first tee? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm Where gonna, is it? I'm going from car. To cart to first tee. And, and, and sometimes I, you just wear your sandals like in here and then you just go. I know. Right? Well, so you don't even need to. No, those are golf shoes. sandals. Oh, these aren't? No, okay, I'm see, sorry. Those have no cleats. I'm on. just saying that, you you know, again, <laughs> you're just like, let's go. Yeah. That's what we are. We're yeah. like, that would Let's day, play. I, I was running around when Todd and I played last week and yeah. I pull up and boom, my clubs are already on the cart that a guy I was playing with. And yeah. Here we go. Away we went. Let's let's play some golf. Hey, so. a tip of the cap to my buddy Brian too, being willing to play the 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 deep tees. Yeah, and the tee markers were back uh, this week too. I mean, we were definitely playing the tips on uh, most of the holes out here at Eagle Creek, and you know, my buddy's in his early sixties, and you know, he's not a terribly he long was a hitter. Trooper. So he hung right in there. He said and, it doesn't matter on a lot of holes. Well, yeah. we got to 14, and yeah. guess what? It mattered She was there. back there. Yeah, way back. And we both lost the ball on 14, me and Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ball, I call the, the trees between 14 and 15 the Black Forest Yeah, uh, there at Eagle Creek. That eat, eats more golf balls. Not as many as it used to. They cleaned out a bunch of trees here five or six years ago. Yeah. That really helped. There is more grass in there now than sure. there used to be. It used to just be mud and trees, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a lot of the trees they've taken out... Uh, it was a good thing. And we want to do more in there. Yeah. We yeah. want to get rid of a few Keep more. Keep kind of cleaning can. it yeah, up. Yeah, a few yeah. more. Yeah. So it creates some space. a hazard, but it's not impossible to find right. your ball. And all Bingo. out of that. And for people who... Uh, wonder well, why do they keep doing that? Well, it's it 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 improves the pace of play. Mm-hmm. All of this is to improve the pace of play and keep the game moving. Bingo. Yeah. Did you watch some twins yesterday, Todd, with our boy Royce? He's back. I had to. Yes, I I drafted Royce Lewis in our league. Oh. The first year he okay. was eligible, I had the number one overall pick in so our minor league? league draft. Yep. And and then you can keep them all the way through their minor league career. And then once they start their major league career, then you can have them for up to four years. Okay. Uh, so I've had him ever since 2018. So I'm a big Royce Lewis guy. And this uh, is year two for your mate for he, him, right? Yeah, because he played 12 games last. And that year. counts as a full year. It it did. There's there's no some, red shirt. There's some other nuances in there that could have changed it, but it didn't. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I only get him for four, and I lost the whole first year. Are you but, the manager of that league too? I am. 
Oh my! Yeah, you should see the. How art- many things are you in charge of? I, 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 otherwise, it doesn't happen. That's a good point. You know, I, I don't do it. No one's doing That's it. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, so. I, I am glad. You know what, people? Whoever's in Todd's league, yeah. thank him for doing it. Yeah, because there's a lot of work. They do. I want to on on air thank Bill yeah. Fenske yeah. and Corey Nelson for running our two men's leagues. Oh yeah, because there's so much work. There is a <laughs> that lot. has to be done, and they do it. There is a lot of work yeah. on that, no doubt. Yeah, so happy to see Lewis. Amazed that he comes back and hits a home run in his first game and then ties the game in the ninth inning uh, with an RBI single with two outs, too. So, uh, again, I, I've said it uh, a number of times. I think they've horribly mismanaged Royce Lewis's career for Yeah, him. you were vocal about that this morning. I, I still feel the same way. Uh, they've totally mismanaged his career, uh, and, and I'm glad that he still has the great attitude that he does because it would be easy for him to say, what have you done to me in my career? And and it's it's hurt him. It's set him back. Um, did he rip up the same knee? Yes. Or was it opposite knee? Same knee. Okay. And and is that overall better or worse? Have you heard? I mean, how it affects a baseball player. The, the, Let's say it was a different knee. Would that have been better, better to, to do blow that? both knees? I don't rather know. Than the one? I don't right? know either. And yeah, maybe it doesn't. Sure. And you could never trust the medical staff of the Twins, although it's brand new this year. You said yeah. right. While we the training staff is, I don't know the about training the staff. doctors. Oh, okay. That. I don't that know about different. that part of it. Yeah. So. Uh, and it, they passed Carlos Correa uh, when two other teams failed him. So, you know, and look at all the injured pitchers they've acquired. Oh, yeah. So can we really trust the the Twins medical staff when they say that Carlos Correa is good to go for six years? I don't know. We'll have to see. So it has obviously nothing to do with pitch count because, again, uh, we've been pulling our pitchers. And again yesterday. Yeah. Um, what, what was the pitch count? 79? 79. I don't get it either. I know. I, I, I've tried to defend Rocco a little bit. Over the years, but I have no defense for that one yesterday at all. Uh, he says, "Well, Stewart has been coming in doing great." Well, sure, until he isn't, and and Sonny Gray is out there getting guys out. Gray has been vocal about wanting to stay in the games longer, and then they don't do it. Can you recall a time in the recent Rocco Baldelli era of where he left a starting pitcher in too long, and you were angry about it? I I don't usually get angry about leaving him in. I get mad about because him you were a starter, him. right? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. It's it's easy to second guess on a lot of this. We don't know that in all these times he's pulled his starters early that the starter would have done better than the relievers who came in. Correct. That's the kind of the point. We just don't know that. But so. that's the thing is that we we have a trend here. We have a um, he's been consistent. Yeah. We ask for people to be consistent in yeah. life, right? And he every, has been. Every time I give a lesson to somebody in golf, the first thing they say to me, "I want to be more consistent." That's right. I'm like. Okay, what does that look like to you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. This looks consistent to me. Yeah. This is probably what the upper, hate to say it, it is. and you've said this before, yep. the upper management says this is what you're going to do. That's right. If anybody hasn't seen Moneyball yet, go watch Moneyball. Yeah. It's the greatest, I know it's a movie, but it's the greatest But it's based on a true story. Yeah, but it's yeah. the greatest illustration of how the front office yeah. ran that manager and the manager hated it. Yeah. He yeah. hated it. Yeah. He's like, you're telling me well, you're see, they hired, me the lineup? They hired Rocco. And, and saying, this is how we want to do it. Are you on board? And Rocco says, yes, I see the game the same way. So that's why he was their guy. You remember they inherited Paul Molitor because ownership wouldn't right. let him get rid of Molitor and, until they had had him at least one year. And Molly did not want to manage that way. One I'm year guessing. gone. One year gone. Right, because he's yeah. not going to say, you're telling me when to pull my pitchers. Yeah. That yeah. this third time through the rotation is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And the analytics, of course, they got caught up in the money ball. So yeah. Yeah. where's the balance, Todd? Do we I have enough know. time for we to hit the balance? I don't know. I, where I, is I don't it? know where it is. I don't know. Because and and here's the other thing: Rocco and the Twins aren't the only ones doing it. 
You know, the Twins are second right now in Major League Baseball in starters innings pitch. What's Tampa doing right now? Yeah, well, they're ahead of the Twins, obviously. Well, Tampa's ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah. But again, it's just this year. But I mean, are they doing anything different? I, they are. I hate to just Tampa's point smarter than everybody. That's they just are. Yeah. Their minor league system that's must why, be elite. That, that's why the Twins went and got Rocco Baldelli from the Tampa, from Tampa. organization. Is yeah. their minor league system that good? Uh, and their development of players that they pick up from other teams, not just their minor leaguers, but they're able to pick up cast-offs, free agents from other teams, hmm. fix something in their swing or their pitching delivery, and they become better automatically. So Tampa's just smarter than everybody. Oh. Yeah, Greg, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Have a great Tuesday. Yeah, Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.